Hello, and welcome to Melancholy Geek, uh, where I give you the thoughts and opinions of a geek living with depression. Uh, my name is Preston. You may know that. And uh, today, with episode three, I'm going to start off by focusing on a day in my life. Uh, try to give uh, a little bit of what's going on, and and then I'm going to talk about some fun things that I'm passionate about. This week it's technology. This week it's causing me to spend a month on money. If you know me, you probably have an idea. Uh, so let's let's talk about let's talk about me. And I'm sure a lot of people with depression have similar similar things. So a lot of this is going to be the same for everybody. Uh, no matter who you are, no matter what your lifestyle, no matter what you do or do not suffer from. You wake up in the morning. Now, some of you are like, groggle, groggle, I didn't get enough sleep, I'm going to snooze, you know, get up a little bit later and so forth and snooze and snooze and snooze and then get up, deal with the day. I have days like that too. Um, and sometimes it's, uh, I'm still tired or sometimes it's, oh, yeah, my brain's telling me that, no, I, I'm not, no, this is, no, this is a whole lot of no. So I'll go back to sleep for an hour, depending when I get up in the morning. Um, somehow in 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 the, my crazy brain here, even with the depression, I, I have this wacky integrity when it comes to, um, the best word because it's not always the case but like expectations of me to some some degree so i am during the week i have a day job i have to be up and be, be at that day job my brain even though it's you know i have these horrible feelings uh and moods where i don't feel good about myself or the or the world or anything i have to live um and I don't, and that that is something I have. I, I thankfully have that is that a will to live. Uh, that has, you know, been there for myself over the years, or for others. And quite often, it's the fact that I don't want to think about how me not being around for whatever reason would affect my family and people that I'm close to. So that's. That's my selflessness coming in and uh, preventing any issues in that case. So to to actually live, one has to work. Uh, one has to work. One has to get money. Money makes the world go around regretfully to a certain degree, at least. So whatever this 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 part of my brain is in there doing that, having all those thoughts, allows me to have this responsibility, this integrity about getting up, going to work, being there on time. It's a thing, and I'm almost anal about it. Uh, even with appointments, I'm, I'm anal about you know doing that. I, I, I'm horrible at making appointments because that, that's a step that I need to take, and that's difficult for me. But once I have those appointments in place, it's very unusual if I'm not there and there early. So I get up, 
my day consists usually of uh, me getting up uh, probably an hour to a half hour early, sometimes a little bit more, and uh, just vegging out a little bit, just checking out what's you know what's new in the day, um, what what's changed. If nothing interesting has happened, I'll just go in and you know do some do some little quick class stuff or, or whatever, something just you know wake up to if you will. Nothing, nothing fancy. I don't, don't get breakfast. I don't drink coffee. I literally don't drink coffee. Um, some days if I wake up early, earlier or wake up early enough and I'm, I, I'm desire it, I may get a cup of tea. So, uh, to a certain point I get to an hour before I have to be to work. I then will go, I will get dressed. I will, uh, clean myself up. So, you know, brush my hair. I have long hair. I'm a man with long hair. More common than you would think, but it's a thing. Uh, brush my hair, you know, teeth and all that kind of stuff, you know, sort out that. Um, and then between, you know, sorting out getting dressed and whatnot, that takes me about 10 to 15 minutes. And then I'm at the door, out the door. It then takes me between 10 and 15 minutes, depending on traffic and, and weather, to walk to my place of work. That's the convenience that I have currently. Hope to keep that in the next couple of months. My work is moving. I hate it, which means I have to move. I hate it more. Uh, so I go, I go to my workplace. It uh, currently is a, in a mall environment. So it is a subsection of that mall. I go in, I go to uh, Tim Hortons. Uh, if you're Canadian, you understand this. If you're not Canadian, you may not. It's essentially, it's a core coffee cafe type of place, and they have a variety of things. I get my tea, because I do like my tea. Uh, I get my breakfast sandwiches. Sandwiches? No, not often sandwiches, sir. I get my breakfast sandwich, and I go. I then take that. I go into work. I set up my work, I log, you know, log in, I got all my systems open. I prep, prep, that's because that's the thing. I let some people go in, get to work, click a button. I'm getting paid now, I'm going to get ready for work. Not my style, it's just not. Uh, so I get that, I do whatever work I'm doing. Uh, I enjoyed it more in the previous years just because of the type of work right now. I'm basically sitting down, answering emails, doing data entry. And I'm still up in the air on how much I like it. It's fine. It's just not as enjoyable as I, uh, the interaction that I did actually get out of the previous stuff, which is actually nice to interact and deal with people. I don't do it as much as I used to because of this. Um, so it's too bad. So yeah, I do that. Um, it's pretty consistent, uh, depending on what's on the go. Um, I'll interact with people, uh, my colleagues, as it comes up. I don't focus on uh, gossip and, and certain conversations because it's just not my deal. So quite often I'm listening to music uh, and um, just focusing on my work. Um, I'm still having issues getting used to this new, completely new system. I was six years with a particular setup. And so, um, so I'm doing my work and like I said, I, you know, certain conversations I may hear because I'm listening to music, but I still have it so I can, you know, my attention on other people because, you know, anything could come up. Something could break. Someone could need me for something. Emergencies, all that kind of stuff. So you know, certain things will pipe in. Huh? I 
Then after three hours, uh, I'm ready for a break. I'm usually done my tea. So I go down for more tea. <laughs> I like I like tea. Uh, thankfully, my local Tim Hortons, uh, majority of the people, 90% of them know exactly what I want, which is fantastic. They'll have their issues. They don't know how to stir. They don't know how to fill up the tea cup. Anyway, uh, so I go get my tea and come back. Now, technically, especially in the last couple of months, my, my break should be a half hour long. I don't always take it because sometimes it's just me going to get my tea. Uh, I took this time to do that to prep for when we're in the new location where I may not have the same amount of, uh, I may not be able to get tea and get my Tim Hortons um, in that same amount of time. So I did that. I'll do it that way. I should both my you know fifteen minute breaks together, so a half hour break. I should be able to go to the nearest Tim Hortons, a new location, to get back. So that's great. So I do that. I come back, uh, and then I do the same, and I do work, interact, do work. Uh, quite often, I'm doing all this with a pretty up be looking demeanor, but it's seldomly like that. So the the reason I've got music on, uh, on outside of trying to drown out some of the, the rest of the world, dealing with everyday stuff that I don't care about, I don't, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing so I'm not thinking about other things that are going on, be it uh, how bad I feel today or the problems that I'm having in my life, you know, trying to keep a relationship, have a relationship. Uh, and I, and that's what I do. So I try to focus on that. It doesn't always help. It doesn't always work. Um, sometimes I'm there for 30 seconds more where I got a task to do and I just don't, I'm not doing it because my brain is occupied on something else, um, which is not good for work stuff. So I'm doing that, I'm continuing to work. Uh, I go on my lunch, I go around, go for a walk, usually end up at uh, a local game store because there's people I interact with about things that I enjoy. And they're good people, so it's usually a pretty good uh, period of time and then I may get something to eat, depending on how I'm feeling, depending on what I want, depending on what I've had previous days. Sometimes uh, where I'm so close, I'll, I'll go and do an errand if my brain is up for it. So I can go to, you know, Walmart that's pretty close and pick up something quickly, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, after that, I come back. And by the time I get back, I'm usually about two and a half hours until I have to leave work. So we're getting down to the point now where there's less people. So it comes down to three or four people working. So we're working together, try to... Um, you know, get that remaining work that has to be done, you know, or needs to be done as part of an agreement with our client to get that done during that week, uh, that day specifically. So we work together, get it done to the best of our ability. And uh, previous times we were pretty consistent on doing so. Uh, lately with uh, certain other issues and sickness and illness, it's been quite a bit more difficult. We have not succeeded. I don't know what type of impact that is. I haven't gotten into it. Um, so that's, that's, that's my day. And when I, then 
get home, uh, pack up my stuff, and um, I walk home, and I get home, and then then it depends on how I'm doing. Uh, sometimes I get in that door, and I just feel horrible. Sometimes I feel fine, and I'll go, and I'll, you know, do whatever, so if my focus then is still mostly WoW, I'll go play some WoW for a while, see what's going on, see what quests are up, do some questing, play some games, get some gear, do some maybe a dungeon, maybe a raid, depending on when it is or, or what have you. Um, I may watch some TV shows. I may queue up a movie. I may watch some Netflix. Um, I may, depending on the day, be watching podcasts about technology while I'm playing World of Warcraft or watching Netflix while I'm playing World of Warcraft because I don't need as much uh, audio and video content while I'm actually playing that game. A lot of it is pretty straightforward. I mean, I'm not to a point where there's a lot of story involved in it. Otherwise, I would focus on that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the thing I do. And on a really good day, and if I am you know have the right uh, circumstances, I may actually put Netflix on on my iPad, put that aside, and go cook. It's amazing when that happens and fun. It's great. Um, Gratefully, uh, that comes back to stuff that I have talked in uh, previous episodes is the motivation issue. So my motivation issue, try to get in more details of what that is about. Uh, I talked about it in the last episode. It's a, it's, a, it's a form of panic, and sometimes it's very severe, sometimes it's mild, but, but it can be foreboding. Um, so say I have everything I need. So I had a previous motivation not too long ago be it with the assistance of others or myself, and have groceries. Great. Ingredients. Things I need to actually cook. That's step one. That had to happen. Step two, uh, I have to have the motivation to get up and go out and say, okay, I have this, I have this. They go together to make this. Awesome. Great. Nothing too complicated. Awesome. Then I look around. So at that point is, do I have all the necessary tools slash dishes in this situation to do what I need to do? Uh, that, if so, fine, usually at that point. If I've gotten to the point where I'm out there looking at food and I have everything ready to go, I'm pretty good. If not, depending on how elaborate and how much is there that needs to be dealt with, uh, Sometimes it cannot be very much at all. Then I'm done. I'm just done. I'm out. And I'll go back in and I'll you know, try to immerse myself in something again. Uh, and sometimes that means I, depending on how bad I am, if I'm on a bad day, a bad week, I may not eat very much. There are days where I may just have that breakfast sandwich in the morning. Uh, thankfully, it's not too often. So, you know, if I get something to eat at work at lunch, that's, you know, that's usually not very much. That's great because it varies between potato done certainly, potato done another way, and both are deep fried. Um, however, the occasional day, if I'm, if I'm feeling bad enough and I'll take the time, I'll order something in. That could be pizza or it could be Swiss chalet, which is basically a uh, chicken dinner. Uh, it's horrible. It's not fun. Uh, I, I occasionally have this crazy epiphany where I do something weird. Uh, last Sunday, I made French toast, which was pretty fun because I had that uh, those ingredients available. 
I didn't cook at all last week otherwise. Um, well, okay, I made, I made, I boiled some eggs <laughs> on like Thursday. Not elaborate, simple. Not great. That's all I had. Eat a lot of eggs. So that, that, that can be a problem. So then, you know, that happening and whatnot. Now we get to everyday chores. Um, regretfully, um, because of uh, some skin conditions, I, I basically cause a lot of dust. So a lot of that dust is dry skin that's around the house quite often, even after I managed to get to the point where I'll clean. It's still consistently, it's too much for me as a person to keep up with. Uh, on top of that, I have long hair, which means it's shedding, which means that with the dust it gets pretty much. So even quickly after I've taken time to do, you know, basic cleanup, break out the vacuum and go go town, it it usually comes out. And when I see a lot of that, that can be frustrating and and, and kill my mood, which means I'm not going to take the time to to work to to take action on that. And then this is the same thing with cleaning bathtub and toilet and dishes, all of it. So it all cascades. So I don't know if I've had a full day where I've gone and said, I'm going to take an hour to clean the dishes. I'm going to vacuum. I'm going to clean the floors. I'm going to clean the bathroom. It still doesn't happen. Which is not fun, but that that's that's my life. So that that's the kind of thing that prevents me. So I go days where I don't eat very well. And I don't, you know, I don't, it's not untidy, it's cluttered, it's, you know, but it's not to the point where I want it. I would really need to have it. And I think I just heard thunder, which is great. I love thunder. Uh, so that's fun. Um, so anyway, that, that, that's a thing in my life. So that's a little bit more bigger, broader perspective on how, how my life is. Uh, so feel free to, you know, comment on that and, and let me know if, if you can relate. Yeah, so at the point of this recording, uh, since my last one, which uh, really wasn't that long ago, uh, but the next big thing since I talked about uh, some tech stuff last uh, last episode, uh, or geeky stuff last episode, uh, we're going to focus on tech stuff. So for me, technology is... Is, is immense. So that that's not always one type of thing. It can be multiple things, um, gadgets and things. It's all fun. Uh, so, but for me, I got into an ecosystem a number of years ago, uh, back in 2006. I went Apple and I haven't looked back. I'm a very proud Apple owner. I'm very uh, happy with Apple products, uh, computer, iPad, iPhone, Apple Watch, all of it. They work so seamless together and they just work and the customer service when i have problems amazing so anyway so last monday apple had their worldwide developers conference uh they do this every year and the only thing that you can be 100 percent certain of is they're going to talk about software so they always focus on developers and the only thing consistent is the software so they talked about their new operating system so that's for the watch that's for the television the Apple TV, that's for the iPhone, that's for the iPad, and then that's for the Macs. Showed up a lot of little things, improvements and whatnot. Uh, so there's a lot of 
fitness stuff that the watch will do. I don't do too much fitness, so that didn't really bother me. Some little things about the TV. Okay, not a big deal. Talked about some upgrades to iOS and a lot of those features and uh, controls and, and fine-tuned controls, which were really cool. That was fun. Biggest thing about iOS, though, was how it is going to be different for the iPad. Now, the iPad is really being pushed right now, especially with the iPad Pros, which have a lot of horsepower behind them, as being laptop replacements. And for a lot of people and a lot of things, that is certainly possible. For some people, though, that's very difficult because they don't have a lot of, their multitasking is minimal. It's present, but it's minimal. And uh, some a lot of actions are difficult because of it's very minimal and, and streamlined. So you can't you know, move things around, multiple, multiple actions. So what they're introducing in iOS 11 for iPad, uh, especially, is updates to that multitasking. So you can get to dock really quickly by swiping up. You take that, you can, you know, move a, just throw a little, you know, small version of an app, like say iMessage, up to the side, and it's kind of hovering over, over your current app. So you can just slide that wherever. And then you can take that app and maybe merge it onto it so it's permanently there on the side and move that and readdress that, that the frame so, you, you know, where you need it. And then if you want, you can drag another little app to hover over. But while you have two apps open, let's say you had messages and uh, what you wanted to do is like you're going through Safari and you're, and you're looking at web pages and you're, you know, going through Facebook or maybe you're going through uh, memes. I, I do this quite often, actually. Uh, and you see something really, really great, really interesting, really funny, and you want to share that with somebody. Well, on an iPad, that would be somewhat difficult. You may have to tap on the image and save it and then go into images and photos and then send it off and share. And, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. Uh, where I'm, When I'm on my Mac doing this type of stuff, I just really take that image, drag it, say, to uh, Facebook or, or to um, iMessage and just send it. Well, now on my iPad, I can tap on that image from Facebook or a website and just drag it into iMessage. So they have that built in now. Uh, but what, what else they have built in, because they also have now a full files app where you have access to the majority of the files in the file system, which you didn't have before. You can tap multiple ads, multiple files and drag them across to another file. So say you had multiple images there that you wanted to upload to a uh, your iCloud drive or another drive service because that'll integrate. Just like tap, 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 boop, boom, there, done. Big improvement, huge, it's fantastic. Um, Mac OS, uh, Mac OS is upgraded coming up. Uh, <laughs> I still hate the name. This current version is called Sierra. They're basing a lot of the landmarks in California, which is cool. It's a mountain range of some sort. I don't know it very well. But they're calling this High Sierra. It's a higher ring. Uh, name's horrible. That's my opinion. So anybody who thinks I'm a Apple fanboy, I am. I'm calling them out. Name is horrible. Uh, I get it. They even when they did the keynote, they even made the the high jokes and you know marijuana jokes and all that kind of stuff. That being said, they've got a lot of improvements under the hoods. Uh, you know, nothing too interesting to me. You know, this is improvements. It's great. Um, I'm going to talk about some of the specifics in a little while, what the big stuff that's really there. So they've got some improvements to the graphics, uh, 
API is called Metal. So they're gone to Metal 2. And that's even in iOS. So they're, they're upgrading this technology. And they're introducing a new file system. The file system is basically technology that associates where things are with the operating system we have and, and works to optimize your experience. They've improved this current one that's on, uh, on Mac OS. It's actually already on iOS. Uh, apparently, uh, I've noticed some when I installed my iOS devices with one of the last updates. Like, it actually saved space. It's great. So that kind of concept in this would be fantastic. So they did all that, and, and you know, there's a few, there's one specific new things with both, which I'll talk in a moment. So they talked about all these fun features. Uh, then they, uh, the next thing they did, which is not as in, not as common, but occasionally they do it. Uh, they haven't done it in a few years. Is they'll actually do product updates. So this year uh, they did a couple. Uh, the main one I'm going to talk about right now are the Macs. Uh, they went in and just went across the board and said, you know what, everything's getting a new processor at least. Some things are getting more uh, better bus. Uh, some things are getting better RAM. Anything that's got solid state drives, 50% faster, go have fun. Uh, across the board, MacBooks, MacBook Airs, MacBook Pros, and the iMac. Did all of that. Great. Um, yeah, the iMac especially got uh, a boost, uh, so their screens are even brighter, more elaborate. Uh, they're 5K, so you're talking about crazy high resolution, which is amazing. So in doing all that, they also, every pretty much every device except for, I think, the MacBook Air now has USB-C, Thunderbolt 3, which is um, new technology. There's just, there's so many things now using USB-C and this Thunderbolt technology, which means you can plug in uh, devices. Any, a whole lot more devices are going to start using this one technology which is always fun. So needless to say, I'm personally overdue for a new iMac, so I bought a new iMac. Uh, next hardware thing is they actually upgraded the uh, iMac Pros. They made the uh, smaller iMac Pro actually a little bit bigger. Uh, the size itself, the actual size of the device is very, very minimally changed. Um, I think slightly bigger. But the screen size they actually made bigger. So what they did is they adjusted the dimension slightly, but then increased the screen size. So you get uh, about, I think, a little over an inch more in diameter, but like the size is only millimeters in difference height and width. So they you know put that out there. So again, but more processors, better screen, better cameras, um, and then they also put better better screen, better camera, and better processors in the iMac, yeah, the 2012.9 inch. I bought that. So that's coming, we'll get that soon. Uh, next up, they, uh, I'm gonna pause for the last um, hardware announcement, because that one's more interesting. I'm gonna talk about the uh, what some of the software they really pushed. So in iOS, they pushed this what they called the AR kit. Now, AR is artificial, no, so many words and abbreviations. AR is augmented reality. And its concept is you are looking at through some form, be it 
a, a screen or glasses, right now it's mostly screens, what's beyond that screen? So example would be you're looking at the screen of an iPhone or iPad and you're seeing what the camera sees. What happens with augmented reality is you, your device then augments what you're seeing. So that could be putting something on the screen that's not there and you can interact with it. And then, and, and then you just immerse yourself in that. Uh, it's exactly what it is. I, I don't know why I said, you know, kind of give it another example. So you then can move around and, and, and even though it's not physically on say a table, you can move around and, and, and make it in a treated environment. So move around the table and still see this item. So an example that they showed is they put a, a coffee cup on the table and you move around, you can see it. And they, you know, with the interactions on the screen, you can, you know, put it wherever. They put a lamp on that table, same thing, move around, getting close, pull back. But the fun thing is with this technology is then, and this is the way it works, you turned on the lamp. So now this light source is there that's technically not there, but you see it through your, your screen. And you can see the shadows of everything else, including the tea, the coffee cup. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interaction. So immediately they put up this technology and they have millions of these devices out there that can run this technology, millions. So automatically they just, you know, they basically said, hey, as soon as we get this done, probably coming in the fall, we have the biggest artificial or uh, biggest augmented reality interface in the world. Massive. The next thing they did is the, a very similar concept that is becoming bigger uh, with video gaming, especially called virtual reality. So instead you are immersed into a different reality, usually in some fashion, some massive goggles. Uh, this sometimes is done by a smartphone, a high-res smartphone in a goggle, small, smaller goggles or high-res screens and bigger goggles. And then it's connected to a source of some sort. So what, what they're doing is they're connecting the, um, I believe it's the HTV Vive into a Mac so you can get in there, <laughs> which you know people have been doing with regular computers, but they've now built it into the software. What was amazing is they actually showed one of the uh, big people that works with uh, Lucasfilms and, and their interactive department, uh, Industrial Light and Magic. He came out and started talking about it, but he then had his colleague in back with this interface in, went into this interface through this uh, through these goggles, through a Mac. And if you know who Lucasfilm is, you, you understand what I said is they're, they were on Mostava, which is this barren molten planet in the Star Wars universe. So there she is saying, hey, looking around and we're seeing, you know, a similar her view and her in this world, the way they had it all set up. And she's looking around, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I like this. And there's that big tower off in the distance and it's all molten. Well, you know what? Let's do some designing. Let's do some checking. So let's uh, let's go ahead and bring a Imperial shuttle down here. That's cool. And, and she came there. She literally went into her designs with these interface um, modules that she had on her hand. And she brought up a design to say, okay, click. Clicked it from like a palette and brought down and boom, Imperial shuttle. And she just instantly, she then went around and like, okay, I think we need some TIE fighters. And so she spun some TIE fighters and resized them and put them wherever. And then you're like, okay, they're there. 
no, you know what? We want a couple of those. We're going to push them off in the distance and have them fly across the screen. So they're back and forth with this and a few other little things. And then they're like, and, you know, let's put this guy up. And she turns in, and there's Darth Vader, one of the, if not the most well-known Star Wars characters. And this is all running on a Mac, a regular iMac. So this is great. So this interface is there. It's an amazing demo. Uh, so after all that, you know, they showed off all this, and it was just amazing to see. Uh, they teased, and my order is probably off, but the next thing they teased is this amazingly, ridiculously overpowered Mac coming out at the end of the year, an iMac Pro, with more power than any regular person would need, but enough power and maybe much interesting power or much sought-after power as some very professionals would need, people doing this type of development with crazy speeded, uh, crazy sizes of solid straight drive, crazy power on a graphics card, crazy power on the CPU side. So that people are looking forward to that. And of course, they made it a different color. Even the keyboard and mouse were different colors, which is too bad because they're great space, great color. I'd love to have them, but I cannot afford that at $5,000 to start, which that's going to be a machine people want. Next thing that was rumored, uh, but the rumors were minimal. There's been this uh, small thing that people have gotten, uh, I believe for about two years. Uh, Amazon in the States, only in the States, put out this thing called the Amazon Echo. What this is is basically maybe a seven or eight inch cylinder with array microphones and uh, speaker system, not a great speaker system. But the speaker system. Now these array mics are basically there to hear you wherever you are and identify you and hear what you say. Why is this good, you ask? Well, some of you have used a lot of these voice assistants before. Well, imagine you're wherever the hell you are and these just work. So people have used these and liked these because you can just talk to these things and they'll do whatever or tell you whatever you need. And then they had APIs or, or interface so that people can write software for it. What that means is anybody can write things for these things too. So it became very useful. Google came into this market. Now Google's assistant and, and Google's technology for this is very adaptive and whatnot. Uh, so voice recognition is there, responsibilities and answers are there. So there's a different type of reaction, but they can give you different information. You can do it quicker. Same idea, they wrote software for it. So you, you're getting to this new tech concept, whereas you have a, a voice assistant that could be almost anywhere in your house or anywhere in the room, hear you, identify you just said, hey, you, give me this information or do this task, be it, you know, what's the capital, whatever, or please give me a timer for three minutes. So, you know, people are really getting into this concept. Now, what they touted in rumors is that Apple was going to get into this market. And they did, coming later this year in the States and early next year for other countries, hopefully Canada. But what they did is not just slap Siri on a random little speaker. With all of the same type of technology, 
you know, a, a, a ready microphone that can hear you wherever you are, uh, which was rumored. But as not so much rumor as a one of the podcasts I watched suggested what they could do is not go after that market per se, but go after a high-end speaker. Uh, one of the most known is called Sonos. Basically, they just have a really solid speaker in a compact design that you can control through your smartphone. That's what they did. But then they included the voice assistant technology from Siri. And they called it HomePod. Some people don't like this name. I think it's very appropriate. It's, it's you know, it's brand, branding, right? So they, they have this small thing. It's about seven feet, seven feet. Yeah, it, it's taller than me. No, uh, it's about seven inches high. And I think probably three and a half, four inches on diameter. And it's just a powerful speaker and intelligent. They basically put one of their uh, their one or two year old CPUs from their iPhones in this speaker. So it you can put it wherever it is and it uses its software and technology to say, okay, these types of sounds have to go in this direction. These types of phones go in this direction and, and, and so forth. And what it does is it almost brings the surround sound to it. Now, some people have listened to it and they thought it sounded really great. But you really can't get that experience until later on they're released and people will really put them in their home, right? And not in an ideal environment that's already been optimized by, by Apple. Sounds promising. I'm going to wait until they get full reviews. And if it's even remotely good, I think I'm going to pick one up. I do a lot of my TV and movie watching through my Apple TV, streaming it through iTunes and what so have you, uh, and other apps. And that will sync perfectly with that. So I'll get a better audio experience to go along with my TV. So I'm looking forward to that concept. So uh, I've gone longer than I have in the previous episodes. Um, so tell me what you think. Um, can you relate to a day in my life uh, at all? Has, has it been helpful? Do you enjoy technology like I do? Uh, what are your opinions of these updates uh, from Apple? Do you hate Apple? Uh, do you think I'm a sellout? I'm not. But do you think it? Uh, then get in touch with me. Uh, if you are close to me, you know how to get in touch with me. If you're not, feel free to uh, send me an email at mail dot yeah, mail at prestonmarsh.com. And uh, I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can and maybe follow up on a show. If I get start getting mail messages, maybe I'll read an email on the show and uh, identify it directly. All right. Uh, this has been Melly Geek, episode three, and uh, everybody, have a great day.